Well, good evening, everyone. So today, brothers and sisters, we celebrate a great feast day. My birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it is my birthday, but I'm kidding about a great feast day, okay? I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, it is, it's a blessing, though, to be born on the uh, Feast of the Transfiguration. It is my birthday. Um, but, of course, this, the Feast of the Transfiguration is what we are, are celebrating today. And, um, and you know, this is, a, this is a special year when uh, August 6th falls on a Sunday. And so, uh, you know, normally we just celebrate this as a feast during the weekday Mass, but we get to celebrate it here today all together on a Sunday. And I want us to take advantage of this great event and, and the mystery of our faith, brothers and sisters, and unpack this with you. And I want to give you my main theme or you know, my, my main point right up front. What I want to talk with you about on this great feast day, brothers and sisters, is hope and courage. Hope and courage. You know, today's gospel is one of those passages where the entire Bible comes together in like 10 verses, and it's just mind-blowing to me. There are so many things we could, we could talk about in the mystery of the transfiguration. And as I was praying with this gospel this week, I was drawn to think about this truth. Heaven is real, and there are things in life worth suffering for. Heaven is real, and there are things in life worth suffering for. Christianity, along with all Western civilization believes that there are certain things you must become to live a fully human life. For us to become fully human, we must acquire what the church calls virtue. And what is virtue? Well, most simply put, virtue is a good habit. It's when our lives are oriented habitually to what is good. A virtue is when our lives are oriented habitually to what is good. You know, there are so many things in our lives that will fight for our attention. There are things that will try to take you off track. The world tries to get us to compromise on all sorts of things. And if we are going to fulfill our humanity, we simply have to fight for what is right and good and true. You know, brothers and sisters, I wish it were easier to be a Christian. I wish I could tell you that if you just choose Jesus once and accept him in your heart as your Lord and Savior, that it would be smooth sailing from there on. I wish I could say that, but I can't. When we decide to step forward and serve the Lord, 
Then prepare your heart for trial. And this is nothing new. You know, we are told this all over the Bible. In St. Paul's letter to Timothy, he says, he says this, What persecutions I endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. It's not an accident. It's nothing new. You know, we may think that times are so much harder for us now. When we stand, when we stand up and speak out against the intrinsic evil of abortion, we can be an object of scorn and hatred. The same can happen if we stand up for the sanctity of marriage between one man and one woman. If you try to live a godly life, brothers and sisters, in so many ways, you are going to face difficulties, persecutions, and temptations. It's not new. It's not unique to our time. It is how it has always been. Success and happiness requires living a virtuous life. If we don't, then we are not really living a fully human life. The virtues make us fully human. Justice, temperance, prudence, hope, and courage. That's what God always intended. And today, I want us to focus on the virtue of courage. And what is courage? You know, it's not bungee jumping off a royal gorge. Real courage is, is when you know something is good and right and true and beautiful, and you are willing to suffer for that. Courage is the person who says yes to vulnerability, who is willing to actually endure a wound for the sake of something that is truly good. Okay, so what does all that have to do with anything today that I, with our gospel? Well, <laughs> brothers and sisters, in today's gospel, we should ask ourselves, why did Jesus show his glory? Why did he pull back the veil and reveal heaven to these three apostles at the transfiguration? Why did Jesus do this? Well, here's part of the reason, and I'm convinced of this. Because hope is the mother of courage. Hope is the mother of courage. If we are going to stand for what is good and right and true, we must have our heart anchored in something so good and so beautiful that you'll do anything for it and you will endure anything for it. So in almost every saint and pope and bishop and Bible scholar and church history talks about the transfiguration and they ask, why did God do this? Why did Jesus pull back that veil and show the apostles who he truly is? The scholars say it's because those three men, Peter, James, and John, 
are the same three who will see Jesus sweat blood during his passion, his agony in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, right before today's gospel reading, Jesus told the apostles he is going to the cross. He's on his way to Jerusalem to suffer and die. Brothers and sisters, the passion of Christ is the counter event to the transfiguration. Here his clothes become dazzling white and his face shines like the sun. On the cross, Jesus will be stripped naked and bleed. So what does the Lord want to do for those three apostles? What does he want to do for us? He wants to build inside of us faith, hope, love, and courage. That's what he is doing on that mountain at the Transfiguration. So if Peter, James, and John didn't have their hearts pierced by what they saw at the Transfiguration, they would have been tempted to have doubt at the Passion and say Jesus was a failure, that it didn't really work. But they saw his glory. They saw it. And they knew it was real. They saw a glimpse of the glory that is to come. A glory that God means to share with all of us who are baptized into his death and resurrection. St. James, he will become the first one of the 12 apostles to be martyred. Peter will be crucified upside down in Rome. John will eventually die a white martyrdom, probably worse than the other two, living in exile till he dies a lonely death. They endured this because they hoped. And that's what today is about, brothers and sisters. If we desire to live a fully human life, if we want to be a truly good Christian, then we must have courage. And be ready. The world will oppose you. The world will tempt us to compromise and to not be faithful. Reject that temptation of the evil one. And the way to truly have courage is to be filled with hope. You build into your hearts the truth that heaven is real and there is something worth fighting for. If you want to be faithful, then set your heart on something good and you can endure anything. You know, I was filled with hope last weekend when I joined nine high schoolers of our parish and traveled to St. Paul for the Steubenville Youth Conference. It was incredible. 2,000 young people packed the arena of St. Thomas University. The Holy Spirit set them on fire for God and His church. The Spirit filled them with a, a desire to live a virtuous life and gave them courage to live and profess their faith to a world out there that desperately needs Jesus Christ. Parents, please consider 
sending your high school children to that conference next year. High schoolers, please consider attending that conference next year. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. And also remember what's happening right now in Lisbon, Portugal. 1.5 million youth around the world gathered there for World Youth Day. What a blessing. These kids are the next generation, my friends. Pray for them. Pray that the Holy Spirit stays on fire for the rest of their life. You know, to wrap things up here, you know, God willing, someday all of us will be in heaven together. By the grace of Jesus Christ, by his death and resurrection, like all the saints before us. And brothers and sisters, we are all on the same team. You know, think about successful sports teams where teammates practiced and fought and suffered and endured through many hardships, all to achieve one common goal. So here's my challenge to you, my friends. God willing, when we are in heaven, don't you want to look back and say, I suffered with the team. I suffered for something that was good and right, and I stood up in a world that desperately needed God. I stood up and was part of something that mattered. I didn't just skid into heaven by not killing anyone. I suffered for the truth. So Jesus, we pray to you today. We hope in you. We hope in heaven. Please give us the courage to live as true Christians. Help us to carry our crosses in this life, knowing that on the other side of your cross, where we are meant to be someday, we will see the radiance of your face in all your glory. Amen.